0: Break one! Oh. Are we ready to go? <laughs> ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so with that, take right. two on Welcome to After the Hype with me as always, Brian and John and Ryan. Hello. 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 Uh, today we have first-time uh, special guest Jeff on. Hey. And Trey. Hello. Who's phoning in from Chicago, which will explain that voice uh as i just said a second ago but we failed on that recording and this one was way better
1: it was a little bit more streamlined so i'll give you that and now we've called attention to this mysterious beginning that we never did yeah i'm gonna keep calling <laughs> attention to the whole episode yeah we missed <laughs> so <laughs> much <laughs> Uh, it's a metaphor for <laughs> me watching this and not any of the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I Wait, miss what? so oh, no. much. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Uh, right. But yeah, so we are recording uh, Trey a little bit differently this time, so hopefully he will sound better than all the other times we recorded somebody from a different city. Um, okay, so let's get started with a where have you been doing. Uh, I can go first. Please. Uh, I saw, it was a few weeks ago now, but uh, I didn't bring it up last week and I meant to, uh, the movie It Follows which is a, uh, a horror film by some guy, I don't remember his name, uh, but it's like super low budget, like just mostly concept over story or anything like that, but the concept is really cool. Um, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to say too much about it, because I went into it completely blind. <laughs> I hadn't seen the trailer, I didn't know fucking anything about it, and then people said that it was really cool, and it had gross nudity in it. Um, <laughs> gross nudity? Gross nudity, and that came from my 12-year-old cousin. Um and uh, when I saw it, I was like, wow, if this made a 12-year-old, because when I was fucking like 12 and I saw The Shining, I'm like, eh, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but So this one had to be pretty yeah. gross. And it, I mean, I guess it is, or maybe he just has higher standards than I did. Um, but other than that, like the movie is, I thought it was really, really well done. It does suffer a little bit from not following its own rules. Like it kind of sets up like so horror rules. So it doesn't follow?
1: Fair enough. That's Uh, the review. It follows, does not follow. uh, Sorry. Still see it though. uh, I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) But no, I I would say if you haven't seen it yet, definitely give it a shot because it really kind of creeped me out. And they do one thing that uh, I thought not impossible but very difficult to do in horror movies where they make most of the scary scenes take place during the day, which is, uh, I think that deserves some credit because most horror movies can't pull that off. Uh, That's it for me though. Uh, I'll
2: go next. I've been uh, reading a new comic book. Uh, just uh, came out a few weeks ago. The first issue on DC Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. It's pretty good. It's a crossover. I think uh, IDW is involved. Uh, they're the writers of TMNT, and uh, it does a great job of capturing, you know, the vibes of both characters. And uh, so far, it's a pretty good read.
0: I saw the one frame of the turtles making a awesome not awesome category for him, or like 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 Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. And like I think I don't remember what Leonardo said, but he said something like he fought like a detective. I've never experienced that before. And yeah. Michelangelo's like standing at the chalkboard. He's like, yeah, that's going in the awesome category for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was about the
2: Batman like pulling his punches and fighting them to learn their fighting styles. It's really cool. I think they do a good job of capturing uh, uh, the turtles and like uh, it's um, yeah, it is set in Gotham City. Uh, so the turtles and Splinter and Shredder are there for some currently unknown reason.
0: Some, like TMNT conference? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a convention. They just <laughs> traveled,
2: they floated down the sewer and got there.
0: Oh, shit. We're in the wrong city. <laughs> Splinter! You should have asked for directions. <laughs> sorry.
1: Sorry, folks. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the uh, worst Splinter I've ever heard. <laughs> it is. Is that your Christian Bales Batman? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's crossover. It could be both. It's, you know, it's whatever you want it to be. The uh, thing I want to talk about is a small little app called you must build a boat it is a game and imagine if a endless runner a matching tile game and a puzzler kind of had this three-way and created this offspring that was severely addicting well you know i also added um an rpg element they came into the mix a little bit later in the evening and got it on too mm. so it's basically an endless runner puzzle matching uh, rpg and All it's right. super fun it sh- it's more fun than it has any right to be. Very simple graphics. You slide, you. <laughs> you slide like, you get three swords in a row, and it attacks. Like all your moves are based off of the tiles you match. So if you slide some shields together, you build your defense. Huh. Uh, there's a brand or a brawn icon, and that gives you more currency to work with for like upgrading your boat. Um, and so yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun, and it gets actually really difficult, and the curve is easy to pick up. So, over the holiday break, I played that the whole time <laughs> very cool and i didn't even finish it that's like the game is long i think you can spend about four four or five hours on it
3: i might as well also bring up a game i've been playing called elite dangerous oh yeah which is basically a space simulator yep it is <laughs> it's, it's a flight simulator for it, sure it's a flight simulator yeah. in space basically uh, it's sort of released but sort of early access so there's like some things to do and the rest is kind of empty. It's not very directed. See this
1: corner of the game? Imagine that being there. Right. Yeah.
3: Uh, I think the coolest thing is that it takes place in the Milky Way galaxy, like a one-to-one Milky mm-hmm. Way galaxy where you could literally fly anywhere, which is pretty amazing. You can bounty hunt and shoot things and space trucks. What's this called? Elite Dangerous. Huh. I'll Check tell it out. You. It's on Steam. And PS... 4 or Xbox, one of the consoles. I I can't remember. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I uh, went over to my buddy's house to try it out once.
2: He would had it for uh, years now. Uh, He jumped on way early access, and he also jumped on early access for the Oculus Rift. Oh, I heard that's awesome. He then invested like a couple hundred bucks into (laughs) the flight simulator joystick and throttle. So I sat there with an Oculus Rift and parked a spaceship with a real joystick, and it was really amazing. <laughs> so it was like the
3: most fun 10 minutes I've ever spent. Right. So with the Oculus, you can look around, and you're yeah. looking around the cockpit. Yep. and it's... You can like see your hand on the controls. You can yes. see the buttons you need to
2: push. Yeah. So
3: as soon as I started playing, I'm like, I have to buy a joystick and yeah. a throttle for this you game. Too. It's too cool to not do that. It's way better. Even yeah. I would
2: say the, the flight simulator controller is more important than the Oculus for playing this game.
3: I would tend to agree yeah. as well. Yeah. Wow. So I'm playing with mouse and keyboard currently, but... It would definitely benefit. You from. hear that Oculus?
1: You gotta step it up, <laughs>
3: <laughs> or you could get a track IR headset. I've been looking into all the peripherals <laughs> yeah. now. So apparently, you wear it on your head, and there's something on the top of your monitor, and you move your head around, and it self say goodbye to normal. money. So, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, Exactly, and the game wasn't even that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so Trey, before you give your, uh, where have you been doing? Do you want to plug your podcast really quick?
4: Yeah, sure. I have I have two podcasts actually. I have a I have a, a podcast called Nintendo Main. And both of the podcasts are under that name. You can find it on iTunes. And it's a buddy of mine. We talk about uh, Nintendo stuff mostly. We've mostly been talking about Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is like this big 100 plus hour game that just came out for Wii U in uh, December last year.
0: I've heard good things. I've not played it.
4: It's great. It's excellent. I've been playing the shit out of it. <laughs> um, that was one of my things that I would say for what I do, because that's, that's all you really can do when you have that. But, <laughs> but um, Tell yeah, me. and uh, and also I have a second podcast with my girlfriend called The Honey Darling Show where we just uh, talk about random movies and whatnot.
0: Do you call yourselves Honey and Darling throughout the entire episode?
4: No, we don't do it at all. It, it was named after the <laughs> Honey. I'm going to listen to it. That's what we were going
0: for. Oh, nice. Nice. And what was yeah. the Nintendo
2: name again? I didn't quite catch it through the phone. Uh,
4: Nintendo Main.
2: M I M A
0: I N.
4: Yeah, cool. like, like Domain, but yeah. Nintendo.
0: Right on. Oh, Ten dollars. Ten dollars. oh uh, That has been way too long. Yeah. I've known the name of this thing for a few days now, <laughs> and I still have never caught on to that. Oops.
1: I'm instantly a fan. Subscribe yeah. right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Any any pun like that is a winner in my book. I'm glad we clarified that.
4: Yeah, Yeah. there's like a there's like a Facebook page that I have. I don't think I have. I don't have like a Twitter or anything like that. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll link it on our After
0: the Hype page so right people on. can find it that way, too.
4: Yeah, sure, and, I, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't need
1: your buzz,
0: guys. <laughs>
4: I haven't, I haven't, you know, I don't know what you guys are doing for Star Wars yet, but I think our Honey Darling episode was pretty amazing. We haven't done know, a Star Wars. Wa- we'll do a wait. Star Wars episode later. Like
2: it's still during the hype for Star Wars. Too <laughs> soon. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, you gotta wait. You gotta wait till everybody realizes it's not good. <laughs> unlike honest,
1: Unlike Brian's yeah, pick, we do hard. have to follow our rules, or we have to reali- uh, wait yes, till yes, everyone
2: realizes point. it is good. What do you mean? <laughs> Or everyone
0: realizes that parts are good and parts are bad. What? No! No little <laughs> road!
3: Only absolutes. <laughs> Only Sith-dealing absolutes. I guess I'm a fucking Sith then, motherfucker.
1: Language, Darth.
3: <laughs> Darth swears a lot.
4: <laughs> S- Sorry. Sorry. I just hope they released, like, a less crying version. <laughs> <laughs> this <guy will> <laughs> back on Kyle on Back on the serious track. Uh, yeah, so that's my podcast. Um, as far as what I, I, I watched, uh, I watched Room last night. Have you seen that yet? Mm-hmm. I was actually going to go
0: see it last night, and then I didn't.
4: <laughs> you should you should see it if you haven't. It's, uh, I mean, I thought it was like probably one of the most intriguing movies I've seen so far. I mean, I, I saw The Revenant, and I thought that was good too, but this one's just a little bit more. I don't know. It's very intense. Awesome.
0: Is Brie so, Larson deserving all the credit she's getting?
4: Yeah, she's she's great. I think that kid is, is fucking phenomenal though. Like that her her son oh, should cool. have been nominated for something. Like he was he was insane.
2: I've loved Brie Larson oh. since uh, Short Term Twelve, and I should probably go see this.
4: Yeah, she was. Uh, she I don't know if good. you guys remember, but she was Abbas girlfriend for like three episodes in the community. Oh, that's right. I always uh, kind of forget about that. Uh, yeah, it was like the one. It was like, the one thing that I knew her from. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, she. It was it was good. I, I mean it, I mean it's intense and it's emotional and all that. But I thought it was. You know, for from all these Oscar stuff
0: that I see, I uh, like it. I really want to see it. I just, yeah, this last night, it, time got away from me.
4: I, re- I recommend it if you want to just go watch the fucking shit. You know, right on. You
0: Uh all right. So we're gonna move into today's episode, which is on the Furious Seven. Uh, okay, so for the numbers for today, uh, this movie cost a whopping one hundred and ninety million dollars. Uh, which I think is a shitload of money that isn't Star Wars to get that (laughs) amount of money for a part seven. Yeah. Um, Although they made their money back and then some with $1.5 billion take. It made so much money that even Star Wars won't beat it in China. So the review for today comes from Metacritic, as usual. (laughs) Uh, We're giving it uh, the solid zero out of ten try. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. This one comes from Stratanova or Stratovana266. Wrote this on June 8th.
1: So he's not the first. Uh, Stratonova. Yeah, there's a lot yeah.
0: of Stratonovas or Stratovana. I can't pronounce it. Oh, that, that actually looks
1: better. Stratovana?
0: Stratovana? The, that that that
1: pharmaceutical drug. That yeah, actually looks exactly. pretty close. Stratovana. <laughs> That's,
0: yeah. That's weird. Anyhow, so his review from or her review. Let's not be sexist on our podcast. Yeah. Damn uh, <laughs> ultimate <laughs> nonsense. A movie that does nothing but hurt ears, waste valuable time, and make you sick. Even more unreal than what a child's idea of a fictional superhero movie might be. Zero out of ten. Oh
2: man, I would call it
0: exactly Ow. the
2: ideal of what a child thinks a superhero movie should be. I
0: would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It it takes I, a instead lot of, of so we agree with this review, sick, it weird. makes me go sick. <laughs> right? Maybe that's what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't understand what sick means. That, exactly. That is uh, a possibility. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe the movie review where a dude destroys an entire parking structure with a, with a good stomp. <laughs> I just uh, after I the rocket, up, straight up threw up <laughs> See, <this>. maybe <laughs> I was barfing all over
3: the place.
1: Have we considered that the review system? It might be like golf, and that zero is actually really amazing. Ah, oh, see, he got so he's, he's got score. like a he's I mean, got a tick for each thing that's bad about it, and so like yeah, there's no ticks.
0: <laughs> so Stratova 266 is just a big golf fanatic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> golf and Furious Seven. It's Recommended by
3: 255 of the 266 <laughs> Stratova's Furious Seven. Uh, a Stratovina in golf is when you score zero strokes. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Uh okay so Jeff here gets to do our breakdown for today. Oh my god. Um I did warn him so he had time to prepare. <laughs> it's less fun that way. <laughs> I
3: did think about it. Yeah, okay. All right,
0: well, so sorry, go ahead. Uh I was going to say go.
3: <laughs> oh, I have 30 <laughs> seconds starting now. You have 27 seconds starting now. Okay. So Jason Statham wants revenge on his brother Maybe. Okay. Uh, so then there's some car driver guys and they want to get revenge on the rock now. And then they need to steal some high-tech equipment and then they have to hack a rich guy, then they get hacked and then they have to hack something else again and then a parking structure blows up and the rock comes back and there's cars. Time's up. Nailed it.
0: Nailed it. I mean, you stop talking in 30 seconds. That's true. But you kind of had the plot all over the place, so I'm going to give you a solid, like, 5 out of 10.
3: That's very fair. You you did okay,
0: so I'm not going to make fun of you, but I'm going to let people know you didn't do that good.
3: I will say I feel like I hit most of the main plot points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just said hacking, like, 20 times in a row. Wait, Hacking, 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 parking structure. (laughs) Now He he said
3: revenge twice, and the tagline is revenge
2: hits home, so I think nailed it.
3: There's so much revenge in the movie. Yeah. Revenge. Did the, you say blow up house? Because the blow up house I'm, is. I did a big miss deal. the blowing house, yeah. but I feel like that's a, a, a <laughs> scene, house. not a plot And voice, You did miss you know. the
0: ultimate Paul oh. Walker retires. Like, that's
3: huge. But that's What's the difference between dying either? and retiring. That's implied.
0: Okay, so I think the best place to start with this movie, uh, for fans, uh, was the switch of the directors, because I think that's actually. that really shaped how the movie turned out. So the other – the past from, God, three, four, five, and 6 were all directed by Justin Lin. Three? He did three? He did three. Okay. Did. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyhow, so I think by having James Wan in this really kind of changed things up. Because, I mean, the one thing that Justin Lin had always kind of done, and I think done well, was keep the family aspect of the movie like really like a through line. So you always kind of felt like these people like really needed each other to get everything done. And I think that's one thing that Justin Lin kind of just went, it's understood at this point, and he didn't really care anymore. I
2: was annoyed by it, man. I think that's when I w- would get with my friends and talk about Fast Five or whatever movie we were seeing. It would be like, oh, family. That's all they talk about, family, bro. I mean, you're my bro, family. And it got annoying. So I'm totally on board with James Wan getting rid of it.
0: I don't think it was a bad idea. I just think that <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I-, I think that it was that he, he kind of left it out a little – too much for it to... He, he left it out enough, like, inorganically so that it'd have to, like, <clears throat> come up, like, very forced. So, like, yeah. when when Justin Lin would do it, it kind of felt like it's just part of the film. Where like, oh, yeah, they're family. That's just well, kind of the, big, the big
1: scene is where Diesel's given Paul Walker the talk about, you know, it's okay to settle down. You know, it's yeah. okay. That, that kind of came out of nowhere, and it was like, well, this took me out because it's jarring. But yeah. maybe if the other director had done it, it would have been a little bit more like, hey, he's struggling. Like, it, it did seem like... Oh, here's the the family time. Yeah, so that's more what I mean. So like
0: when James Wan had to do it, he really had to shove in that family stuff because he knows it's required. Yeah. Whereas like Justin Lin would make it more organic, like part of the film. Um, but I I think James Wan did a good job, especially somebody who's really never done an action movie before, is just in like horror films. He's done okay with horror films. I really liked the The Conjuring.
1: But for someone who hasn't done those types of movies. He jumped in and did okay. He I did. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I can understand why Justin Lin recommended him. Like, that was his, like, the next one should be done by this guy. And they went, okay, we'll, we'll trust you. And I think, yeah, I think he stepped up to the plate and did a pretty good job. I, I'm looking forward to, I forget his name. I know he has the same name twice. The guy who did uh, Straight Outta Compton, who's doing the next one. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to his take on it because I really like the Italian job, which he had done. So it'll be kind of cool to see a completely fresh take and not anything to do with Justin Lin. But at the same time, it's kind of like... Are they recasting the movie yet?
2: I mean obviously Vin no. Diesel's on board.
0: Mm. no. Vin Diesel, uh Vin Diesel, Ludacris, Tyrese, and Michelle Rodriguez are all confirmed. And then that's it.
2: That's a, that's not too bad, I no. guess.
0: They uh they might bring back Kurt Russell and they might bring back, I forget her name, the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Which I'd be Natalie, fine with. That. Ramsey Natalie Emmanuel. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Like yeah. That? yeah. yeah. I thought she did good. I
2: thought she actually kind of yeah, fit I like into her. the cast really well. Yeah. uh, uh I was kinda surprised, like a lot of the Game of Thrones cast kind of, like, jump off and do other fantasy. So she did a really good job jumping into, like, just an action.
0: All right, well, then let's. we were talking a little bit about her, but I, I think that would be an actual good entry point into the rest of this episode. Let's talk a little bit. You said her name was? Natalie Emanuel. Natalie Emanuel. She was, like, one of the few things when I first saw the trailer for this, I went, "Well, <clears throat> oh, man, they're really just trying to shove as many people into this thing as they can now. I don't know how she'll work. And I thought she actually did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I thought she really just kind of with the exception of the one scene where she had to explain like her worth by being able to, like call out everybody and what their jobs are. Although it was a funny scene. Uh it was kind of a that was the only part of her character arc that felt forced. not that? I thought she really just kind of stepped but up to the plate. At
1: the same time really it was long. actually kind of nice having not like if if you were coming into this movie having not seen any of them. That was a fine way to put that in. To oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, she was
3: my exposition princess.
1: Yeah,
0: oh, I could see that. Yeah, because I mean, I been that was like
3: the point of that scene. Yeah,
0: uh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, me who've been watching all these things many times for a long time now I go, Oh, I don't care about this shit. But yeah, I guess I've hadn't seen it. Because I mean, even even
1: the because uh, Tyrese's character, you forget if you've not seen it, you wouldn't know that he's necessarily kind of more the silly guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I have seen the second movie, so I know that I know what he's all about. But kind of forgot, so it was kind of a nice like, well, I mean, oh, I know what his role is going to be coming like for, in the rest of the movie. He's going to be that that doof. I mean, his character right.
0: in like the rest of the movies and two are basically two completely different characters played by the same actor. Oh yeah. Uh, if you go back to like number two, it's just not even the same character at all. Like it's completely written different. Everything mm-hmm. about it's different. But they just wanted Tyrese back in the movie because he's Tyrese.
1: But it does. It does help with when he when he has his chance to shine and the, when when
3: everyone's like, oh, he's doing this again. It's like, well, okay, yeah, you, you did set it up. So it was appreciated as someone yep. who's not seen all of them. What was interesting was up until then, I remember thinking he hasn't really said anything funny or uh. been <laughs> foolish, really. Yeah,
0: I mean, he had his whole sequence about uh, wanting to be in charge, like he's the leader now. He didn't have that. Whole That's thing. true. That's true. So yeah. that was like
3: his one like funny yeah. moment, but
0: until they get to uh, Abu Dhabi. That's when he shines, yeah, for sure. Shines yeah. bright like a diamond. That was the quote, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought they did a good job kind of giving both him and Ludacris their moments to shine without having them try to overtake the film. Because mm. that's a problem if you go back to, like, 5, where it felt like it wanted to be basically, like, the Italian job, and they had to get everybody their fair share, and it got a little muddled. Whereas this one, I feel like they really kind of kept it to, like, the main two, and then everyone else just kind of got their moments. Um, so people like Tyrese and... Uh, Ludicrous I thought they did a good job just kind of stepping in when they had to.
1: It was nice that the, the side characters got their chance to kind of play in the, 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 play, the playground, but it wasn't at the detriment of it. Like, they got their time to shine, but it wasn't really like no one trying to spotlight on it. Look at these side characters, look at all their like, "Oh, now it's time for the girl fight. Now it's time for the hacking thing. It like It felt natural. Yeah, like when, when, it, when they were needed, they kind of came in, and if you're watching these movies, like, that just that, that's the flow of it. You don't need to be like, "Hey, we need someone to hack this Ludacris, like I'll do it." Yeah or like he just jumps in and he's, not, and he's not a pushover either. He takes down the one guy. like everything was kind of just matter of fact, which I think was to the benefit.
2: I actually kind of missed the when the series was about the family. I you know, I think every movie they added another character and it, it's getting bogged down. I like it with uh, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez and uh, Jordana Brewster
0: it's kind of too bad because I do agree I kind of like the family aspect of it but at the same time like I like I think Tyrese and Ludacris are enough fun that I can kind of forgive it Uh, and I liked uh, Nathalie I already forgot her last name Emmanuel thank you uh
2: uh, what's her character's name? Just Ramsay. Ramsay. Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Ramsey
0: enough. Where, like I like the characters enough to where it doesn't bother me. But at the same time, I agree. I would be kind of nice to go back to the family, but we're not going to get that anymore because no more Paul Walker. Right. Mm. Uh, I, I mean,
2: I think you you kind of keep talking about the Italian job, and it is they're trying to make Fast and the Furious the Italian job.
0: Well, they made that. It, it's yeah. called Fast Five.
2: Yeah. For several movies now, they've been doing that.
0: Yeah. Let's talk a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about more characters. So we talk about what everyone actually watches these movies for, which is the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this was the only movie out of the entire series since they've gotten The Rock that actually underused him. Mm. And I'm not sure if it's because he was too busy doing San Andreas or whatnot. But he was really like – I think he was in and out of this movie in like three weeks (coughs) maybe.
1: Yeah. I thought that's all they needed him for. He delivered so many good lines.
0: He did. I mean, he's just been He like, he he made up yeah. for it
1: by being the Rock. most fun part of that movie where it's like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, he's here. He's going to be doing something cool." He just grabbed a minigun. He just yeah. <laughs> He just drove an ambulance onto a drone. Okay, yeah. you yeah. have done what you uh, needed to do in this movie. I really yeah.
0: can't. Argue. The shot of him just picking up the minigun and just walking off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, pretty, that right? if there was
2: one person who was made for the Terminator role that wasn't Arnold, it would be The Rock.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. it would have been kind of fun if that shot didn't pay off in any way that that was just like him walking into the sunset to be an action hero in some other movie (laughs) he's like I have a minigun now here I go that
1: should have been the end after the cars diverge and then it fades to this this lonely road and you see like the rock walking down with his minigun is like Where am I going? <laughs> or
3: like at the after the end of the credits, you just see him kick a door in and start shooting up some random place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. <laughs> I almost think it would be better if he
0: just walked on to the end of the, the end of the, the whole action sequence. when He shows up with a minigun. This thing's really heavy. Am I late? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: How about the uh, the scene where he flexes his muscle and breaks
1: itself out of a cast? <laughs> yes. That is probably my favorite scene. In the there whole was movie. genuine laughter in my household. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'd seen that clip in the trailer, so I knew it was coming, and I was like. <laughs> Wait, is this the clip this is the clip and it is just as funny <laughs> in context.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just love the daddy's got to go to work.
3: Smash. Yes. <laughs> it's so good.
1: He, he didn't the only thing he didn't do is say like I got to go my city needs saving. Like yeah. that yeah. was that was implied but uh
3: I will say that uh um as far as him being underused or overused Probably one less character for someone just coming into the series to worry about over yeah. the course of the movie. Could, was yeah. probably a good thing. I could see that he got his movie. Yeah. De- oh, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, who else? Uh,
2: All right, uh, Michelle Rodriguez. I mean, we talked about enough about Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. They did the same thing they do in every Fast and the Furious movie.
0: They did. I mean, there's really nothing else you can say about them other than that. I think they did a uh, without harping on the whole episode i thought they did a very fitting and touching send-off for paul walker in this you know movie. i did
1: yeah. too and i actually thought it was we'll, oh, and we'll get there but that is actually my favorite part of this movie well mm-hmm.
0: I, I, was, I think we should just get it out of the way Get it out of like, okay. let's do it because yeah, i like, i mean that sounds tasteless and i don't mean it to but i think they did a very like it was very tasteful it wasn't like over the top or cheesy and it actually was pretty touching Like, as
1: someone with no connection to the series i've watched a couple of them i was touched it was it was you know a little bit of tear a little bit of tear yeah, going on yeah
0: like with that song that they took, and yeah. like just all of it together, I think they did a really, really good job.
1: And the filmmaking serviced the tribute as well. They're on the beach on one side. They can't cross the frame. Right. I really, I saw that and was like, this is great filmmaking right here. Yeah,
0: surprisingly well done. Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Um, I think it worked really well using his brothers as uh, stunt doubles, basically.
3: Did we say explicitly why this is important, that Paul... Paul Walker died during the making of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people I think understand. people know that at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that's worth worth noting. Yeah,
2: I mean, What happens filmed if
3: someone listens to this 10 years in the future? That's true, and they, yes. Uh, uh, you know,
2: then uh, they've <laughs> found some dark corner of the internet and they need to turn back they now. They sure did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and
3: congratulations, future
0: internet <laughs> yeah. user. The but internet no, still exists. Yeah. <laughs> they had shot uh, pretty much all the action sequences with him and then it was some of the, the drama sequences they hadn't shot yet. Oh, so, okay. Uh, okay. so that's why he's still able to be in most of it. But why they had to shoot things like really awkwardly of like Vin Diesel and Jordana Brewster like walking around going, I think he's gonna retire. Yeah, like
2: can we talk just for a second? I want to bring up other movies where actors have died in the filming of. The only two I can think of are The Crow and then the one uh, with Heath Ledger. The Dark Knight. Uh, no, no, he lived oh, through oh, that oh, one. the oh, but Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Yeah, and they <clears throat> I thought that movie was handled really well, and that was even more of a meta nod to we know the actor died and we have to finish right. this movie.
3: Um. They, they made but, it an art choice. Do they
2: ever kill a character off when their actor dies? Have they done that in a film?
3: I yeah, love all that. Um, the Oracle
1: beard. in the Matrix series. They all she also died. She
2: died. The second the one in yeah, the first. She, the, yeah. Oh wow! I thought they and just they switched. They swapped her, her out. But yeah. But they
3: made that a story point as well, where they're like yeah. Yeah. the, the code changes. Her, yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm just trying to think of a film
2: because would it have been distasteful to just actually kill Brian?
0: I think
1: because he, I think that was the obvious the choice. Actor,
0: no, I think it was. It's a filmmaker choice because he died in a car accident. To kill him in a car accident in the movie, I think, is way too on the well, nose. I yeah. meant
1: like people making that choice to kill the character off is the obvious choice. Daring to kind of keep him alive, give him a good send off is yeah. something we needed. I did something where everything was about people dying, you know, in like cars. Like you said, yeah. there's a sensitivity to it, and yeah. it's he deserves it. Yeah.
2: But I think it this film, by the goddamn seventh movie in the franchise, would really benefit from one of the main characters actually dying. And the other characters being motivated by it.
0: Well, they did that with Han.
2: Yeah. Han Solo. No one cared about oh, him. Is that
3: his real <laughs> name? I mean, the fans did. No, the fans yeah. were
0: very upset. that, like, When he came back yeah. in 4, fans were like, oh, fucking sweet. We get Han back. And then he's there for 4, 5, and 6. And then they killed him and Gal Gadot like, right. in uh, 6. So that was a big deal. But anyhow, so we should move on to I think Jason Statham. We can talk Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> but I think she played the same character she has in everything else, just like we did with Vin Diesel. And
3: <laughs> yeah, she Paul played Walker. the
2: same character she plays in every movie she's ever been in. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. I will say um, that her entire actually she's story much story nicer line. in
3: real life. She felt shoe shoehorned in. The her storyline, yeah. Well, I, I think it
0: was it. because they were filling in storyline because of Paul Walker. There her, you go. Her memory loss thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we didn't actually get Trey a chance. Did you have anything to say about Paul Walker, Trey?
4: I didn't notice any sort of his brothers being in it or anything like that, like through the through the normal movie. Yeah. I, I th- thought I, th- I thought that he lasted through most of it, so I couldn't really tell that anything changed or there was stuff else or whatever. It's really one of those things
0: if you're not looking for it, you'll you won't see it.
4: On the on the subject of you saying that Vin Diesel, like was the same as every movie. Um has he ever like destroyed a parking garage in other movies? Or is that just his one, like with his barefoot? <laughs> <laughs> like when he just slams and, down a He had a shoe I, on. You can't say he's barefoot. I mean, that's. Oh. I, mean, I mean, he, he didn't did. have like a cybernetic enhancement,
2: is what I mean. No, no, no. no, no. It was a, a steel toe. Yeah, it was a, a really well-made boot. <laughs> yeah, it was a Timberland.
4: That's a yeah. <laughs> I mean, did he was he super powered in the last movies? I haven't. Oh yeah,
0: he's too. actually he's been pretty super powered since. Five, I call it action power. It's
2: not. He doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a, action star. Yeah, powers.
4: he and has like a, th- the more
2: quippy his lines are, the more power he has. Yeah, like, uh, I
4: mean, you guys, you guys admit that it is like a superhero movie. I think that like, I don't know. I think that like movies like the Avengers probably have like more rules to life <laughs> to real life than this movie does. Yeah, you know, that's totally. True. I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Trey, you haven't seen six, but if you're to watch six, I mean, there's a part where he quite literally flies.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> That looks like,
0: impressive. If you haven't seen Six, I'd highly recommend everyone go watch Six. If you want to see Vin Diesel fly through the air, fly through the air, catch a woman out of midair, and then crash land on a car so that they're totally safe, that's the movie there, to watch. Wow!
4: Isn't there a part in this one when they're like they're in, in one of the different countries, but doesn't one of the guys get like a car dropped on him at some point and be like lives through it? I remember there was some like big fight where I was sure that somebody died. Yeah, well, Would there's have, Vin died, Diesel but they...
2: jumps a car at a helicopter and lands upside down after rolling off at the top of the parking garage that just crumbled, and he lives.
0: There's that, oh. and then and they then the... jump between two buildings. We're gonna get in the action sequences. Don't, <laughs> wait. Okay. Don't oh, worry. Don't worry. We're we're getting wait. there. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Jason Statham, because he was like the big get for this movie. It's like, well, yeah. part seven, here we go. We need a solid action hero. We're going Jason Statham.
2: Teasing him in the end of six was my favorite part about this whole franchise. That was oh, so really? awesome. Yeah. I was wow. so excited for that. Like, no, the do, way they do actually connected two movies, uh, they put an actor in a movie who literally like, wasn't in the rest of the movie, but he showed up at the end just to tease uh, the seventh uh, movie. Like, they made commitments, like, oh, we're going to keep Jason Statham in. We know... Keep him in. Really, I'm just shitting on Marvel movies who can't keep a storyline through any of their
0: films. (laughs) Well, if you if you haven't seen any of them, so if you watch three, Han dies like right before the end of three, his car flips out and then it explodes. Mm. And then they just keep moving. So at the end of six, they cut back to that scene and you find out that the person who rammed Han's car and then blew it up was Jason Statham. Yeah. And they do it really seamlessly where it's like actually like, oh, that was really well done. Yeah. Where it actually kind of makes sense. Because Han dying was really out of left field. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I kind of appreciate this. And then I'm really excited for the next one. And then Jason Statham shows up as like the most one-note character I think he's ever played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, revenge! Well, and, and,
1: and it, for as cool as he is, unfortunately, he brings out the plot problems of this movie. Hmm. Which, oh,
0: man. He brings out the biggest plot hole ever. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Uh, all right, so we need to get the God's eye yeah. to hunt down Jason Statham, because we're gonna find him. There he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there he is, and there he is. We're, wherever we go, he's there. Why do we is, need
3: this fucking thing? I thought this, the same damn
2: this thing. They <laughs> gotta find him before he finds you. This like is they, the... he keeps finding them and they're like, no, 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 Jason
1: Statham, go back away. We're gonna no. find you with the god's eye. Oh, oh, that, <laughs> that, that, go back home. <laughs> that go <pesky> I, Statham. <laughs> I wanna get I wanna get my quip in before we kill you. Yeah. So
0: if you Lord. show up, I can't quip.
1: <laughs> that, and that's that's kinda of why like I feel like you could take out a good forty to an hour of this because of that 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 lodge, that problem that they had with him as a character like always finding them what well, you don't need to find the thing to find them so right. tro- chop it right. You well, lose characters but again there's like this weird thing that was taking like well, out of all the fun it took me out cuz he was like
0: oh, she's there dude, for me the only problem with it is is that it implies that none of the action sequences can stand on their own without him being there which is just totally wrong. Oh, yeah. Right. I like, know, right? all the action sequences were awesome, and then it's like, oh, no, Jason Statham's here, too. It's like, we didn't need this at all. Paul Walker jumps what a what horrible plunk. timing do you have, Jason Statham. Like, yeah. why do you want to go after them when they're, like, ramped up and ready for action? Like, go after them when they're sleeping.
3: Or be <laughs> smart and let this, like, South African, African dude shoot missiles at them. And then when they're down, you know, gathered around Vin Diesel at the end of the day, holding his head, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Easy pickings.
0: Or they like to have barbecues all the time. Just wait for another barbecue. Like, that's like their yeah. favorite thing to do is have a barbecue and drink Corona. So Incredible. just wait for that to happen and go after them. That then.
1: is bound to happen in seven movies. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. <laughs> instead,
2: I'm going to blow up a package that's sitting on your porch? Come on.
0: Yeah, just wait for them to have a barbecue. Yeah. It's going
2: to
1: happen soon. Go put the bomb in a car. We know they're going to turn on cars. Yeah. <laughs> right. So true. So, um, I mean, that, that does undercut... What was a potentially a threatening villain? I like having the villains be a threat, but like they really kind of strained that in the very middle of the movie. Now, like the, you know the real th- uh, villain of this whole franchise is Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they're fighting
2: against the entire time. I just okay.
0: said Gravity or Speed Limits. Yeah, mm. <laughs> they're just sitting there like, ha ah, You're
3: we're, you're gonna follow us? How do we fly cars today? <laughs> <laughs> um. What are you talking about? They said cars don't fly twice. <laughs> <laughs> And then they flew. <laughs> then I they love they
0: flew. that. I love
1: the first time that it's mentioned. Cars aren't going to fly. I'm like, they're going to fly yep. <laughs> them. Cars gonna fly, are going to fly. Twice.
0: Yep. Uh, is there any other actors that we need to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh,
2: Ronda Rousey's cameo? No. Good. No. Move on. Let's talk
0: action. Action, action. Mm. What was the first major action sequence? Well, was there was, was an
3: implied action sequence <laughs> where Jason Statham is leaving the hospital, which I thought was awesome. I uh, almost
0: wish they'd done like a...
1: If anything it was just a little just a hair too edited it was a hair too kind of speed ramped because oh, wow. like give us a second to be like oh, what what like it was it was cool it had the right attitude but it was fast. We got through his like, and furious. Yeah. also furious. It made me furious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I felt like I got those moments as yeah. he got, as he walked out. Like first, you see the two but cowering nurses, and you're like, why are they cowering? Yeah. Then he walks yeah. out of the room, and you see a dead guy. He's like, oh no, something happened. And then you walk out, and there's just more carnage. More. But I, oh, I feel why like are there army dudes? I don't. Know. And it, then. it
1: does speak to though their lack of confidence in some of the action that you mm. mentioned earlier, yeah. because there was a lot of like, let's pepper this, let's put as much in this to make sure the action scene works. When just the simple fact of. Revealing the destruction of a hospital and all the things he destroyed in the first ten minutes. That's cool. Yeah. That's, I that's cool. Thought,
0: I thought it was pretty badass. And I love the uh this is the really like, oh I left one alive. Here I'm just gonna take this grenade, you're gonna hold on to this, you're gonna go over there, and uh, Bob's your
2: uncle. Yeah. It's a great way to <laughs> yeah. shoot an action scene. I, I yeah. I'm any I'm all for anything that like doesn't have to show every single bit of something. Like just show yeah. us
1: the aftermath, show us the damage. Well it's more like it's more like a breathing room thing. Like yeah. I, I I'm a I'm a fairly patient person, sort of. And you know you can give me like five more seconds, I think. Sure.
0: Um, it kind of called back to uh, the beginning of uh, six, where they uh, the first time they meet the Rock and Gina Carano is there, and they're uh, just talking about how what horrible villain this new shaw guy is and they're talking and there's a just a car implanted in a building like 20 feet up i'm yeah. just like i don't know how like, the fuck that got the there how the hell did that happen yeah. Like they don't ever bring it up again until yeah. later you see like the car like they have a flip car that just flips cars oh. but they're just like yeah we're in over our heads and it's just like oh that's like a really cool way to set yeah. up what's yeah. coming later that's cool uh um, yeah. and this one did a good job of yeah. kind of doing the same thing but they yeah. did a little bit different like that guy flipped cars and threw shit in the air this guy just kills everyone he can see
3: an entire army
1: troops worth of people. Yeah. Yeah. But props uh, to killing, like, everything in, like, the first ten minutes almost.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Damn. kind of a – and I like the uh, take care of my brother or I'm coming back for you. Like, that's
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, a solid threat because he will find you.
1: Yeah. Um, <coughs> He doesn't need God's Eye or whatever. They yeah, they, Google Maps. Were they,
4: right? were they using the – they are using the God's Eye to find the the, the good guys, right? <laughs> to find uh, Vin and his crew? In the end of the movie, yeah.
3: That was uh, when it was most useful. But that wasn't Jason Statham. That was the African people.
4: Yeah, but he got it for yeah. them. I, I was just saying, like, with the, with the gods, eye, like, you know how at the end of the movie, they're like, well, let's go back to L.A. so we can fight an turf. I'm just saying if they would have stayed there, they could have just came to them eventually, right? <laughs> the, yeah,
0: that's <laughs> the whole plot hole of the entire movie of just fucking stay where you are. <laughs> He's coming to you. You don't need to find him.
2: We got to fight him go on go his up.
0: turf. It's like the same idea of like on if you get turf. lost in a grocery store as a child, just stay where you are, your parents will come and find you. And
2: said no kid ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: we got, so I, had, I have so many questions about the ending as well. We'll get to the
0: oh, ending. Well,
3: let's do a little bit more of these action sequences.
0: Yeah. Uh,
4: let's, if they didn't go to other countries, they couldn't have done the, the flying between two buildings, right? The, That's the cars, true. The yeah. right. And that right. apparently...
0: Now that you brought Thank it up, you. apparently when uh, James Wan took over the movie, and if you take over a Fast and Furious movie, the first thing you have to do is get vetted by Vin Diesel, apparently. like <laughs> like they like That's why they had so much trouble getting a director for part eight, because nobody wanted to deal with Vin Diesel. Cause he, like, this is his baby, and I can respect that to yeah. a certain point. Like This is basically what revamped and sustained his career. So yeah. I can understand with how much money is in there, he wants to be as controlled as possible. So I don't discredit him for that. But apparently when James Wan sat down to talk to him, he just went, I want to jump a car between two buildings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, three buildings or three cars? Well, it ended up with three buildings. Cars, yeah. Three cars. Build- yeah, okay. I like I the Yeah, the three buildings was sweet, though. Yeah. Oh, um.
0: Well, let's talk. Uh, the action sequence is really kind of okay until it's like, oh, they're driving a car around a building. And then, boop. It's like, oh, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, yeah. is there something about, like, that sort of, like... That's fucking awesome that you really you only get in Fast and Furious movies. And the main reason why I keep sitting down for them, like I enjoy the horrible story, but I can admit it's a horrible story that kind of goes through all of them. I sit down for these set pieces that are just like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's really one of their best.
1: And I think these movies are calling out any other action movie for not just leaning in. (laughs) I think the first thing I said when I when the first 10 minutes, I was like, this movie is leaning into everything it's about. Oh, yeah. And that made it enjoyable.
0: It, it doesn't shy away from being this corny, way over-the-top action series. Action
1: movies are by def I mean, they're going to be cartoonish. Yeah. Like, let's get that out of the way. Let's just, uh, you know, accept that and move on.
0: And you can't get much more cartoony than
3: jumping a car between two buildings. Or jumping
1: off a falling bus and then grabbing onto the spoilers uh, of a car. I, I that.
3: felt that one so much. Oh, like, yeah. I know we're not in chronological order anymore, yeah. but that yeah. is like one of my don't, biggest...
4: Don't about... yeah. Don't forget about the cars and the parachutes. Oh, I know. know Oh, I was
3: bringing that up next. I was saving the best for last. Yeah, you got to say that. All right, we'll we'll get to the Paul (laughs) Rudd bus thing. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul Walker. Walker. (laughs) Wow! Did Paul Rudd do that in Ant Man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I love the. uh, Let's just fuck it. Let's just talk about the plane. That plane action sequence is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, and the fact that they actually did it for the most part. is insane. Like, they actually flew a plane up there and just threw cars out of the back of it, and people with fucking cameras strapped to their heads jumped after the cars. Yep. That's insanity. Wait, for real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: That was practical. <laughs>
4: <laughs> were those, those parachutes real, too?
0: The parachutes are real. People were not in the cars, though.
4: Oh, wow. Uh, so that's where all the money went to. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: That one action sequence cost most yeah. of the movie's budget. Where did they land the cars? Yep.
4: I think they well, just kind of well, let them fall. It.
3: That was it? <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: But that just kind of blows my mind. The fact that, like, all right, we're doing this. Yeah. Shove the car out the plane, and you jump after it with a camera. Or you jump in front of it, and then we're going to throw a car at you. Like, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Again, to the committing to it, it it works.
0: And that was the one thing that people are really concerned about with James Wan taking over, was would he sustain the, I I want practical effects? Because that was the one thing that Justin Lin was great about. Yeah. He's like, I want practical effects for everything. That's the one thing I'm really excited for him taking over Star Trek for, is it looks like he's kind of sticking to that as much practical as possible, which is, I hope he that maintains throughout the entire film like he did with the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Um, that, that
1: movie's going to be like compiling code and then hitting like, you know, render or whatever you do and just waiting to see what happens. Because yeah, the happens. parts should be good, but let's just... We don't know. No yeah. one knows.
0: Whereas this one was kind of, I actually think this one's kind of the same way, and I think mm-hmm. they actually did a good job with it, because I love, like like I said, like the, the cars out of the plane, and then that bus action sequence, which is really just right, it's kind of the same action sequence. Mm-hmm. But all the way up through, I'm not going to say, my favorite line is at the end of that sequence, which we will save for quotes. Um, but that scene, I mean, it was in all the trailers I saw, because I didn't watch trailers going up to it, but like mm-hmm. the, him running up the back of the bus, yeah. and then leaping, and then grabbing onto it, like that's just fucking awesome.
2: Another one I really loved is when they hand, was it her, uh, off through the window? Oh, that's so cool. Cars. Yeah, cars. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. Yes.
3: Good God. Did, okay. Did they I plan need the Can time? you throw me
2: through a window? Yeah.
3: <laughs> was it implied that they planned the handoff ahead of time? Yes. Because that was such yeah. a coordinated maneuver, even for like ridiculously amazing superhero type people. That was my favorite part of this whole franchise.
2: I mean, it's just the insane things that everybody can do with a car. Right? Oh, yeah. I can pull my parking brake and spin 180. Like, that was cool. And then they do this? Yeah. Damn.
1: <laughs> it's like the first couple of movies are like the tutorial level before you yeah. get to this shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of funny. Like, when you look at everything, it's just like, if you go back and watch the first Fast and Furious, which is basically just point break, it's like, <laughs> wow, they really came a long way. Yeah. From the coolest thing they ever did was race a train.
3: <laughs> yeah. Jump a car over a hill. Isn't yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Right
0: to this, like, yeah.
3: Oh wow. Oh, can we go back to the Paul Walker running up the bus really yes. quick? Yeah, oh, one of my do. biggest fears is heights of all time, yeah. and to me, him running up the bus in slow motion was pretty much exactly a dream i've at least had one <laughs> where you just can't move and your inevitable doom is coming and your steps are so slow yeah. and the bus is sliding under him and he's not making any progress and he's just barely getting up to the edge of the mountain and then michelle rodriguez appears out of nowhere to save the day
0: with a car and somehow that saves the day oh <laughs> because my god it's a car of course he
3: grabbed the spoiler on Michelle <laughs> rodriguez's car wow I Got you had that mod done yeah, yeah right um, Turns out it does serve a purpose
0: uh, Really fast before we go anywhere else There's really not much to say about him But we forgot to mention Kurt Russell I love Kurt Russell I think he does a good job in this That's really all you can say
3: but, Yeah It's kind of a badass
0: Yeah Well it's just what Kurt Russell does <laughs> I Podium. didn't notice it was Kurt Russell really and It's fine Was it because he didn't have his hateful eight facial hair? Yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> He didn't have an eye patch on so. Yeah <laughs> uh, Trey what was your favorite action sequence in the movie?
4: Um, aside from the uh, parachuting cars and the, the two buildings
0: I mean, really whatever you but want. If those are, are your favorite.
4: Yeah. I mean those were the I mean those were the two most memorable I thought. I mean yeah. uh, what what I what, I was, also was
2: the... I loved the fight sequences between Vin Diesel and Jason Statham. Mm.
0: Oh yeah. Like that last fight sequence it's yeah. a blast. I mean it's ridiculous as is yeah. the rest of the movie, but it's a blast.
4: It's is so it invangible. is it a I I was told that like a lot of the stuff that they do at the end there where they're like hiding under semi trucks and whatnot that's a lot, that's like from the earlier movies, right? Yeah, that's, kind of that, yeah. that's partially,
0: yeah, that's why Paul Walker says, I'm going old school, and then driving right. under the car. I was like, oh, a reference
1: yeah. to one of them that I've seen. Yeah, yeah I thought this. same yeah.
0: yeah, like that's so that, that mostly the cool. LA stuff. Yeah, it's kind of cool they did all that. It's very Clark Griswold
1: of
2: them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. That shouldn't have made me laugh as much as I did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um. I don't. I don't remember who it was, but I like that. I like that fight scene where they fought in that office that was like all glass walls. And oh like, yeah, yeah, we didn't talk, That's the Rock and but, Jason Thor's,
0: Statham. We didn't even talk about that one.
4: And Thor's wife yeah, is like there. For, yeah, that's what ended him in the hospital, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Him falling yeah. out of the sky again to save Thor's
4: he wife. Right. He should try working in offices with like you know better walls. Better- <laughs> oh, he'd probably be all right.
2: I feel like if they were one step away from having two delivery men actually bringing in plate glass windows for them to throw each other through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they missed they the really, If it was glass, it broke in that sequence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that really, that sequence was really the first time you noticed that James Wan is doing this a little bit different than Justin Lin because he did camera work differently. He yeah. shot the action sequences differently. Yes. The whole like the camera follows you like up and down. It's cool, it's kind of standard, but I liked it. It was a fresh take. I can't
2: imagine what it's like working on that set. Because I've been on a a movie before where they had a fake glass bottle that's about to get broken over the counter, you know? And this guy, the actor, took a sip of it, and the act of setting it back down on the bar broke it. (laughs) (laughs) So I imagine being on set with, like, all fake glass Nothing wall surrounding glass you. Yeah. yeah, you'd like lean in one direction <laughs> and you've broken the domino effect of all the glass <laughs> in the room. That's terrifying.
3: Uh, about the camera work, I felt like they kind of overused, I don't know what they call it, but the camera roll. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So when you're rolling, the camera's rolling and staying with you. It looks really cool, but yeah. they used it maybe like a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it was kinda like
0: one of those things where it's like uh, it's like J.J. Abrams. Like, all right, we get it. Flares are a oh, thing. Flares. They're cool. Yeah. And this is just James Wan has his Flares like in the mystery roll. box. <laughs> and yes. then if you look at James Wan's next film, The Conjuring, it's already in the trailer for The Conjuring. It really? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow. come on. Um,
1: I did think after like the 30th time I saw that, it was like, they like this camera move. They really yeah. do. It's acceptable. I accept it in an action film because, hey, it's a different way to see it. But 30 of them? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk the uh, the gorilla fight at the end of the movie. Because that's really the only way you can describe <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I, I stole that from an honest trailer, I'll be honest. Uh, okay. But seriously, like, that's really what it is. It is really two gorillas beating each other to death with sticks. It's great. And, uh, and car swords. I was going to say, and okay. Jeff had something he wanted. To, car sword.
3: Yeah, okay. So in one of the transporter movies. That's that's the series that Jason Statham yeah. does, right? Yeah, it right. did. So yeah. there's, did. There's a scene on a bus that I remember where all of a sudden, nobody has weapons. He's being mobbed by like six guys. And all of a sudden, everyone has, reaches down into the shadows of this bus that they're having the <laughs> fight scene in. And everyone somehow pulls up a steel rod that they can now all beat each other with. (laughs) So I felt that this was an homage to that scene, whether or not it was, where (laughs) they have to improvise their weapons at the beginning of this scene on top of the parking garage. And... Uh, Jason Statham reaches down into the shards of his car and <laughs> picks up what I can only describe as a car sword. Yeah, which I don't know what part of the car that came from. <laughs> you don't but need to know. It was a sword, and it's it a, came from his car. It's
1: a testament to the qual, like to just going with it and re- leaning in. That I didn't, I didn't question for a second that there were car swords, that we could have our own car swords if we actually looked hard enough and believed.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, it really
0: was, it, it totally was one of those things where, like, as you sit there thinking about it, I was like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was just <laughs> excited. I was like, "Oh hell
3: yeah, car swords! All right."
1: <laughs> and then like body size wrenches. I, I'm get. I'm in with it. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: wow. Yeah. Like, what so car is torque. that fixing?
3: Other than the Starship Enterprise? Whatever car needs that much torque? I don't know. <laughs> Incredible.
0: But I actually thought the the fight sequence that followed was pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't as good as. Again, I, I keep harping on this. I think Justin Lin does a better job with like the hand to hand combat. But yeah. I, I still thought it was pretty decent. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. it wasn't as good as when he had the guy from the raid in it but that's cheating because he had a guy from the raid in it um, yeah
3: you can't top that
0: no you can't top
3: those guys so those don't guys even which try. guy are you talking about tony job ja from this movie was he no in tony job ja was good in this he but was he didn't yeah. know how to
0: use him as well as uh, other guys have. like okay. in uh in part six they have one of the guys from the raid not like one of the two main fighter guys who are in star wars and they got killed by a cgi ball from hell um But one of the third guys who dies in the first movie, he's Mm. that one. And he's fucking awesome because he's one of those guys. Um, If you haven't seen The Raid, fucking watch The Raid. It is
1: awesome. That is the uh, After the Hype endorsed. like That is our movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fucking
0: love that movie. And The Raid, too. They're both fantastic. We need
1: those guys on. Come on on, guys. Yeah, come
0: on over from Indonesia. It's a short flight.
1: Yeah, good good rates. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) All right, so is there anything else that we have not harped on (laughs) enough in this movie? Or should we move on to quotes?
3: Oh. I actually really enjoyed the... It was really short action scene, but the Tony Ja Paul Walker scene where they do like parkour through the warehouse. Yeah. And then at oh the yeah. end, they slide down the stairs on a door. On like a door. Six flights of stairs with and, landings.
0: And it looks like... I mean, I don't know how they did that. If they actually had stuntmen do that, or if they're like dummies or whatnot, but it really looks like somebody was an inch away from dying.
3: Like every time they hit a landing and jumped up, and there was like a, a ceiling coming down. Yeah, it looks they... like
0: they're like an inch below that, like but, yeah. maybe an inch. Oh,
3: completely. Yeah, I thought that was really well done and exciting. And really I, exciting.
0: I, I mean, it's a classic like '90s action movie trope, but to throw like the bad guys' line at him as he dies, yes. I really enjoyed that. Too yeah. slow. Yeah, it really. Like I almost wish they had like a, a cut back to Paul Walker. Like, whew, got it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Trey, was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we move into quotes in this?
4: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Same thing. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't expect it to be anything other than like ridiculous, uh, the unbelievable stunts and action sequences and whatnot when I saw it. So uh, it was I- fun for that. You know, dumb story, but you know, eye candy the whole way through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't go oh, here for oh, the, the story. A lot of butt shots too. I yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. The Fast Probably and Furious wasn't... loves booty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean they have from the very
0: beginning. It's just yeah, like they hey, know their audience. Hey, girl, do you have a hot ass? Come down to the Fast and Furious show. The Ooh. only one that really doesn't is six. They only I have guess... one butt sequence in six. Isn't it oh.
2: kind of the true? uh good, True of the, like the car underground scene anyway. I think like, they I actually have that. those girls in bikinis waving flags. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, totally. So. Yeah. Well, there's or at least they do in the Need for speed, speed video games, So that's what I know about. Yeah. Them. Right, <laughs> so
3: true.
4: They, they had a lot of them at the party too. I yeah. They, the, yeah. The, oh yeah. One of the buildings they jumped out of.
3: Well, or and just when they arrived in Abu Dhabi.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, they they, they really just show off uh, Abu Dhabi.
3: They were like in a plaza, women just walking around in bikinis. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be a yeah, lot of bikinis, a so.
1: lot of disappointed yeah. tourists. <laughs> yeah. After watching
3: this movie, yeah. <laughs> where the booty? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what kind of bump they got to tourism after that movie. Right. Disappointed tourism. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was expecting more butts. Uh, (laughs) uh, on your passport
1: that you like butts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't deny. Um, All right, so let's move on to quotes. Uh, I'm going to go first because my quote is really an implied quote. (laughs) I'm going to say the line that she says, but really I'm going to say what she – translated it in what she actually meant okay uh, so it takes place right after the paul walker bus scene so he jumps up yeah. grabs onto the spoiler she flips him he rolls over and he's like eye on the ground dying and uh, michelle rodriguez stands up and looks at him and goes you good <laughs> and really what she's saying is are you a pussy yeah. let's go <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great little yeah. moment like that that little line made me laugh so hard all
1: right next uh, I'll go next. Uh, it's really, it's cheesy and it's the sentimental line of the movie where she, as he wakes up, he's like, why didn't you tell me we were married? And he's like, you can't tell someone they love you. I was like, oh, "Yeah, oh, that's pretty sweet. It's <laughs> 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 a sweet line. It's a sweet line. That That's kind of what it was. Sweet line. I should, I should keep this.
0: Although he totally has told her that she loves him like, right a yeah. fuckload. Yeah, yeah, no. Like he hasn't oh, no. said like those quotes directly, but like the whole like, we're together. I know every part of your body.
1: Right. <laughs> mm. That was in six, but But yeah, no, I I like the line. The line the line was fun and Yeah.
3: It was hilarious.
2: I approve. You got one, Jeff?
3: Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um all like right. six I, of them in my notepad. No, well, I wrote down two. One was like the main cheesy, amazing action line, which is like I forget what Michelle Rodriguez says to the rock, but she's like, Where is everybody? Yeah. And he's like I am the cavalry. Yeah, oh, kicks up the, the minigun <laughs> and walks away. I believe it's yeah. woman. I am the cavalry. Woman, I am the cavalry. That's what it was. And then nice. rips the minigun out of the drone. Oh, shoots it in the face first. Yeah. <laughs> it at, and then walks away.
2: Yeah. And then right after, not my quote, but right after that, they're like, "What happened to our drone? Uh, I believe it just got double tapped." <laughs>
1: yeah, that that's so the thing. Really that what, what also sold that was the guy's reaction before the drone got shot. Where right, He's
3: like, he's oh, like, huh? Yeah. Like, he get shot in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, can you know he actually blew, shot your drone again after he dismantled it, or no? I don't think you know that from the control I think station. he just
0: assume by looking at The Rock that he's going to double-tap it. <laughs> right. He's so, like, we're about to get Or executed. maybe he just knows the inner workings of the drone can survive one bullet, ah. but the second bullet's really what knocks it ah. out. So They're he designed to the withstand
2: only one. Probably.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yep.
2: My quote is also from The Rock. I grew up watching WWF WWE wrestling, and I love it. So this, this brought me right back to my childhood watching The Rock when he's in... Uh, in the hospital and he goes, when I get out of here, I'm going to put the hurt on this guy so bad he's going to wish his mama kept her legs closed. I'm like, he totally wrote or improv that line himself. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. That's actually be kind of an interesting study, discussion, <laughs> just comparing, because what, at the end of the movie, I was like, this feels like, like I can't judge wrestling because I'm watching this movie because this is, they're all the soap opera yeah, with yeah. action. Oh completely. yeah. Exactly. And it's like, it's an inter- It'd be an interesting comparison because the bad guys always live. They just kind of yeah. They locked away and it's like I'm gonna hate you now. I'm a good a guys, I was a bad guy, but in turns, yeah, yeah. yeah and they all they all come back to square one and yeah. they kind of reset and play around. And, and it's and always everybody like
2: whatever uh, gets everybody together is always the evil corporation, the boss man, and like gets the heel in the face on the side. No. And they
1: smack like <laughs> the rock being in there made 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 me you know that jarred that comparison because yeah. he gives all those lines like you oh, said. Yeah. Everything he says in this movie is that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I half expected a microphone in his hand, and he'd be like, "You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you I mean, Do not smell what I mean. the rock is cooking?" <laughs> that
0: actually would have been pretty awesome. I know. Uh, Trey, you got a quote?
4: Um. Yeah. I, uh, what I. What I was trying to say earlier about Ben uh, Diesel's superpoweredness. The. Uh, the part when they're in that building, the party, <laughs> the sweat party. They. When he picks up the car, and Paul Walker's like, "You. You got this, right?" When he goes into the <laughs> car. I thought that I thought that was pretty good because I didn't know he could lift cars. <laughs> <laughs> and the way uh the way he says it is kinda like, Oh shit, you uh you got you can you can lift that? You got Hulk powers? All right, cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there was kind of a hint so. of like uh trollishness too. He's like, You got this? I'm gonna wait an extra second before I go under the car I yeah. love
4: that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's I'm like
4: yeah, dude, go like as fast as you can and He like goes part and partly under the car and then comes back out and says, you got to you know, like after he'd already get dressed, but, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that part was
2: funny. I think another honorable mention from Vin Diesel is when uh, Jason Statham is like, oh, I thought this was going to be a street fight. And he's like, this is. And he pounds the street <laughs> <laughs>
0: underneath his feet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, he, no, that was the, you know the thing about street fights? The street always wins. Or the wins. street always wins. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But then when, he, when, he, when, he,
1: when that line you are mentioning, he just he has the gun and he fires it off. I was like, you, okay, they're going to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. got yeah. Well, that was another. That's what it is. The street always wins. Yeah.
3: That was another example of the hero throwing the villain's line back in their yeah. face. yeah, yeah.
2: Smart, leaning smart in, movie. leaning in, as someone at this table said. <laughs> yeah. Lean yeah. in.
3: I bet you didn't see that coming.
2: No.
0: <laughs> uh, so the review system for today is going to be, I think, easy. We're going to find out seven part franchises. <laughs> I, be, I call Star Trek. <laughs> that would be tough. So uh, I'm going to do any movie that's somewhat related to Cars. <laughs> does the movie Cars count, Brian? It sure does. <laughs> I. I'm going to attempt to go first. Um, Ryan kind of stole my idea with it, but we're going to be all right. Uh, I said kind of. I'm going with Cars 2, which I know know it's a bad movie. I I totally understand that it's a bad movie.
1: But the comparison works.
0: Yeah, but I think it kind of works in the way of like Cars really was like, it was a fine movie. It was fun, but it really, really kind of just wanted to be like, what if Cars were people? (laughs) And it didn't do anything else to the fact that Cars are people. Whereas Cars 2 really went, what if cars are people and they were awesome? And that's the entire movie. And like the, the story just goes out the window. And it's just like, what if they could fly? And what if they didn't give a shit about racing? What if they were spies? And that, that's the whole movie.
4: Daggone.
0: Yeah. And it's just completely ludicrous and terrible and whatever. But it's pure eye candy. And mm. Furious Seven mm. does a great job of just being like, "Well, what if these street racers were superheroes?" And, it's <laughs> and <just> it, like- <laughs> it is so
1: it is so different from its first outing. Yeah, that it's like, "Oh, wait a minute! How did you get like How did you get from like If you were to not uh, without context, watching one and seven, you're like, "How the hell did you get to this place?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you've got one, which is Point Break, and then you've got like all the action movies.
0: Yeah, it, it's just. The jump is completely insane. So, the jump was much shorter from Cars 1 to Cars 2, but I think it's still kind of. (laughs) It
1: probably took as many years. All
0: right, so that's mine. Herbie fully loaded. Right, that's one (laughs) for sure. If you actually want to use that, go for
3: it. The only reason that I could give is roughly the same reason that you can compare it to Cars 2, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Cars not having people in them, a la the parachute scene okay. in Fast and the Furious or Furious Seven. Sorry, that's what that would be. All I got, or I can come up with a different one. No, that actually works. Okay, I'll go no, with yeah. it. <laughs> not cheap out at all. <laughs> and that was Herbie Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded. Is that uh, the one Lindsay with Lindsay Lohan? Lohan yeah. Yes, okay. Okay. and written by uh, Tom Lennon. And really, Tom some, Lennon wrote that. And, yeah, and, and his and writing Brent partner. Grant. Ben Grant, yeah. with cars. Is it
0: funny? Because I've never watched it because it was a Lindsay Lohan movie. But if they wrote it, i was slightly tempted. Away. No, they, <laughs> they know it. how to. They know
2: how to make the Hollywood sausage. So they write right. scripts for, a yeah, living. right, uh, and they fund Reno 911 that way, or they did. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, then I won't watch it.
2: We talked about it a bunch of times. I will compare this movie to The Italian Job. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. Neither of them are really about cars. I will give you that the. <laughs> Fast and the Furious franchise started out about cars and car yeah. chases and car jumps and talking about car models and racing uh, muscle cars versus uh, street racers or whatever. But this movie was not about cars anymore. They were no. just the, the tool that got the characters to the end of the film.
4: Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, uh, can, can you use a car movie that, uh, that you'd like to relate to a future Fast and the Furious movie? Sure, why not? You can All do right. whatever you want. Yeah, you can really do whatever you want. I'm not going to say no. Well when you said uh when you said car movies I'm like, okay, car movies and the first I don't watch a whole lot of car movies. So the first two movies I think of are Maximum Overdrive and Christine. Okay, and, um, okay interesting. And I'm like yeah. can Fast Eight or Fast Last or whatever they want to call the <laughs> next one. The that one should be like the cars, you fast know, last. become sentient and go against them so they have to <laughs> that find be, skills beyond driving. That would be amazing.
0: Stop crashing us everywhere. <laughs> oh, I should have said Transformers. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Someone else can have that one. sure. <laughs> that works.: That was That's what Herbie old. was about too, wasn't all. it? Yeah, the car is alive all. in herbie. yeah,
1: which doesn't creep anyone out, no at all. <laughs> Why? I know, right? Be like, that car can that car's alive. That's weird. <laughs> and do that voice too. Um all right, John, you're last. All right, I'm gonna go with transporter Two, okay. It leans into its action, and it's got Jason Statham. It's a stretch, and he's got a car. That's a Ryan James review system. <laughs> <laughs> Patented, yeah. No, it's and it's got the. It's got a very similar level of silly, silly action. It does. Yeah.
0: It has that hot chick who dies on a wall for some reason. She hits the wall just a wall. Again, too silly, hard. And, and the logic
1: maybe not exactly there. So like, no. there's a couple of different layers you can put on it. So it's only partially a stretch. It
0: works. It works. I'll allow it. If I allowed Christine for reviewing a movie that wasn't even on <laughs> the table, I guess I'm going to allow this one. <laughs> uh, Okay, so that brings today's episode to a close. Uh, next week, we have our first battle of 2016, which is a battle of musicals, Yay. which if you want to be involved in that battle in the ways of you watched all of them again before we did that, I'm going to let you know what's actually coming up. So we're reviewing or battling Little Shop of Horrors, uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and it counts as a musical. But I think it's one of the worst films ever fucking made. But somebody chose it, so we're gonna deal with it. Repo the Genetic <laughs> Opera. Uh, How do you s- really feel about that I, movie? I fucking hate that. She movie. changed from
2: chorus line to Repo the ne- Genetic Opera. She did. She had <laughs> chorus
0: line, a classic, and went to Repo the Genetic Opera, which I think is the most insultingly bad film. Ever made. Luckily, I fucking hate it. I have but not we can seen
2: talk it. about it. Oh, just you wait. Oh, well, I won't watch it.
1: If I have time, I won't. Uh,
0: we so watch all of them. I we watch, all watch all of them, I promise. I definitely watch all of them to make sure conversations keep going. And sometimes it doesn't feel worth it. But anyhow. <laughs>
1: You do suffer the most
0: uh, for your art. Repo? Oh, my God. Yeah. I am so upset that I have to watch that fucking thing again. But
1: I'll do it. If you need a shoulder to cry on afterward, I understand. Ugh. Choose we your will, wife. We'll sit outside the room <laughs> and wait for the movie to be over, and then you can cry on our shoulder. All of
0: my neighbors will hear it while I'm watching the movie. Fuck! God damn it! I hate this thing. Um, okay, so thank you to Trey for calling in no problem Uh, thanks for Jeff for being on for the first time ever absolutely thanks for having me Uh, hopefully we can have you guys back on again at some point here in the near to distant future that would be great and yeah that's it I got nothing else and goodbye bye
5: bye